Hello everyone and welcome back to the bonus content series of Reasons for Recovery. I hope you all have been doing well this week. As promised, here is the second podcast episode of the week. I hope you all enjoyed that nice uh, special episode on Wednesday that I posted, the extra long one featuring one of my best friends, Natalie. Um, So far, it looks like it's been doing pretty well, so I'm glad you guys liked it. But today we're going to be continuing um, my second bonus content series that I've been doing for you guys where I tell you all a story from my past uh, during my eating disorder journey and just kind of sharing with you guys what I learned um, during that experience and how it's helped me grow as a person with my eating disorder. So the last two episodes, I shared a story time before I started my recovery, but I decided today we're going to switch things up and I'm going to share with you a series of events actually, but they all are basically the same story um, of a time during my recovery. So as you all know, if you've been listening for a while, um, I started my recovery about two or three weeks before COVID hit and, you know, the whole entire world uh, shut down. Um, so I got I got very, very lucky with um, how things timed out. Um, but there is a series of events that happened at the very start of my recovery that still stick out to me to this day um, and kind of help me remember how much I've healed my relationship with food. So this one time or multiple times in particular. Um, I keep saying it's one story, but it's basically just like a multitude of events that are basically the same that have occurred over a period of months. Um, But all the times this certain thing had happened, um, it was during the year of 2020, obviously, because that's during COVID. (laughs) And it was probably like midway through my recovery until about maybe a month or two before I hit, like, my physical restoration, I guess you could call it. And it was a very, very dark time during my life. That's really all I can say about that. Like, it wasn't as bad as right before I had started my recovery, like I had been talking about in the last two episodes, how, you know, those two or three months right before I chose recovery, it was, like, a really, really deep, dark time in my life. But this specific uh, time of like a few months. It was a pretty weird and depressing time, It, but it wasn't as bad as that. So for background context, I was put on, I want to say way too many medications um, for my disorder and for, you know, other things that I was battling at the time as well. Um, I was on many different antidepressant medications, filtering through a bunch of different ones all at once. I was on a lot of panic disorder medications, and I was also having to take a lot of different medications to kind of, like, heal my health. I don't really know how all of that works, but there were a bunch of medications I had to take at that time to replenish different vitamins and stuff in my body that had been extremely depleted. So, it was just my body was going through a lot of weird things with all of these different medications that I was like pumping into it. So because I 
was going through this time with when I was, you know, consuming a lot of different antidepressants, I had a really bad case of insomnia. And I, I looked this up to make sure, like, I, I wasn't going crazy or anything, but taking all of these different medications at once did cause me to lose a lot of sleep. It it gave me insomnia, I guess if you could say that. Like, I obviously wasn't, like, diagnosed with insomnia. If I guess you can get diagnosed with that. I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor. But <laughs> um, there was a period of time for a couple of months where I just could not sleep. I, I literally could not go to sleep. Like, I would, obviously, like, I'd fall asleep, but within an hour or two, I'd be up again, and I would not be able to fall back asleep for a very long time. So, during this period of time, I probably had the worst relationship um, with food, like, during my recovery. Um, you know, at first, when I when I first got into recovery, it was going amazing because I talked about this a lot w- uh, within my episodes of like how you first get into recovery and everything seems to be going like amazing because it's this new thing you're doing and you're trying out and you're switching your mindset to like um, tell yourself I'm healing my body, I'm healing my relationship with food. And for the first few weeks or months or however long, it's different for, you know, different people. You, you feel like, you know, you're accomplishing so much and you're on top of the world and then you hit this crash um, sometime in, in your recovery where you might hit, you know, a bad moment or maybe like a bad thought comes up or something and you just, you know, you feel like you're doing terrible. And for me, that moment of like, you know, bad relationships with foods and everything, that moment lasted for a a good period of time, like a a long period of time for me during my recovery. It took me probably like a year-ish or so to physically restore myself, Um, but for maybe about four months of that time, I was really, really struggling with my relationship with food. So how this ties into like me having insomnia, um, basically I would go to bed at a certain time and I would wake up like an hour later and for some reason I had this mindset that if I'm awake, I need to be eating food. So I would wake up at like midnight, 1am and I would just go to the kitchen and I would just start eating food because my mindset was like, if I'm awake, I need to be fueling my body because I had been burrowing that into my head for such a long amount of time since I was, you know, trying to recover. And it just kind of stuck in the wrong way, I guess you could say. And at that moment, for a couple of months, I felt like no matter what time of the day it is, I need to be eating if I'm awake. So like I said, I'd get up and I would go to the kitchen and I would eat something and it would be like a meal. Like I wouldn't eat a snack or anything. Like there's obviously there's nothing wrong with that. I would like eat a meal and also that there's nothing wrong with that. But it was the fact that I wasn't even hungry. I was like forcing myself to eat because I had this mindset that if I'm awake, I have to be eating. And that's just how it was. There were some time times during the day where I had to force myself to not eat because I just felt like, you know, if I'm sitting here doing nothing, I need to be eating instead. So I just had this really weird 
not the not the greatest of mindsets when it came to food um, during that part in my recovery. And this happened, like I said, for a, a good period of time, probably like four to five months, where I would go to sleep and then I'd wake up like two hours later because all those medications would make me have insomnia. And I would feel the need to, you know, go to the kitchen and eat a bunch of food even though I wasn't hungry. Like, there, I don't remember a single time where I got up in the middle of the night and I was actually, like, hungry. I would get up in the middle of the night and obviously I'm not going to be hungry by then, but I would go to the kitchen and force myself to eat because that was just my mindset. And then, you know, when I'd finally get myself to go back to bed, I'd wake up in the morning probably, like, three hours later and I would continue to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, all that stuff, even though I wasn't, like, completely hungry like I would have been if I just slept through the night. And it really just kind of, like, warped my mindset of how I should be eating my food. Because then when I finally went back to college the next semester, I would go to bed at, like, 8 o'clock and then wake up at 9 o'clock and I would eat like it was breakfast. Like, I would full-on fix myself a meal like it was breakfast and eat at 9 p.m. Um, and I, I don't know why I ever did that. And then I would go back to sleep, and then I'd wake up again and just eat again. Because every time I woke up, I had the mindset, like I said, that I have to be eating. And, you know, looking back on it now, this was three years ago at this point, um, it helps me remember, you know, how far I have come uh, with my relationship with food. Because even though I am physically restored, you know, mentally, it's always going to be a battle. And even though there are times every so often where I, I get a thought that is definitely controlled by my eating disorder, I'm able to mitigate it way better than I could have at that point in my life. Because, like I said, I was forcing myself to eat because I just had this terrible mindset and this bad relationship with food at the time where I thought, you know, if I'm in recovery, I need to be eating all of the time, which is not the case. In recovery from an eating disorder, that doesn't mean you need to be eating 24-7. That doesn't mean you need to be waking up in the middle of the night and eating a bunch. And it doesn't mean you need to be forcing yourself. If you're just forcing yourself to eat, your relationship with food's not going to get any better. The whole point of recovery is to Learn how to intuitively eat, how to listen to your body um, and hear what it wants. You know, don't avoid your hunger cues and, you know, just fuel your body in a proper way. And I definitely was not doing it, uh, doing that at that time. And, you know, whenever I have a moment in my eating disorder where I think I'm just not doing the best um, and I have a thought that comes up that's definitely not controlled by me. I just think back to that time in my life during my, you know, when I first started recovery where I was forcing myself to eat and I had this really messed up relationship with food and I just think back to that and go, wow, well, at least I don't think that way about food anymore. At least I don't force myself to eat anymore. You know, I'm listening to my intuitive eating thoughts and what my body really wants. If I'm craving a certain food, I hear it and I listen to it and I don't ignore it. And I don't force myself to eat either. If I'm full, I'm full. And I don't eat again until I'm hungry again. 
So thinking back to that time in my life just really helps me remember how far I have come with my mental relationship with food and how I really look at food now. It, it just it just helps me remember that a lot. And I think I've said that with every episode in the past already, like how um, I've grown so much with my recovery and how my relationship with food is completely different than it was back then. And it just goes to show you that in your recovery, you're going to have low points like that. And there's no getting around that. Recovery is never going to be a completely straight line. Like, it's never going to be only good days. There will be bad days because it is such a mind-controlling disorder that you can't just shake out of your life instantly. And even though that sucks to hear, like, if you have not started your recovery journey or you are at the very start of your recovery journey, that might suck to hear that it's not going to be bright and sunny all the time. But that that's okay because <laughs> those battles that you face only make you stronger in the end. Like I said, during that four-month time period, I thought I was never going to get out of that cycle where I was just forcing myself to eat. But that battle that I had with myself, I ended up growing from it and strengthening myself from it. And now I am much better with my food. I have healed my relationship with food and everything is much better now. So there you guys go. That is um, my third little story time out of the five-part series that I'm doing for this bonus content. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope you learned something new here today. Um, if there's anything in particular that stood out to you in this episode, if there's something that you really resonated with, um, and you would like to talk to me about it more, um, my DMs are open on Instagram. You can check that out down in the description. If you would like to message me, send me a message about the podcast in general, something you might have heard from an episode or if you just need someone to talk to, I am here for that. And if you don't do Instagram, I have an email down there as well for you to message. And there's also some hotlines down there for you to call uh, if you feel like you are ready to start your eating disorder recovery journey. And there's also some websites down there, uh, just some supplemental content uh, for you to read up on if you are unsure of your recovery. But yeah, there you guys go. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you all next Saturday. Remember to stay safe and healthy.